is up, Fantasy Fam? Heading into week five now, week which five. I think incredible. Uh, we are already four weeks through the season, a month in. Um, I remember the days of the summer, you know, those those dog days of the summer where we were so ready to dread to watch watch the uh, the NFL season kick off, and now we are four weeks in. Some of you out there might be 0-4, some be 4-0. You know, like we've said before, you can't you can't look too much into it right now. You have to just work with what you got, pick up you know the best available players that will help you win, um, but do not do not get down on yourself. It is still a little early as as long as you can squeak into those playoffs. You can get that number six seed in a 12-team league or the number four seed in a 10-team league. You know, as long as you can squeak in, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, it's a weekly it's a weekly league. You have to win every week, right? So I'm one in three in a bunch of leagues. Don't fret. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you. You can. You honestly have to just focus on this week, make some trades, pick some players up. Who cares? Look at it as a one-week-at-a-time thing. Yeah, it's the only way you can do it. You can only look at it that way because, like I said, if you if you start one and three, and then you somehow manage to get to you know six and six, seven and six, that might be good enough to get you into your playoffs. And that's all that matters because once you get in the playoffs, you might just win it all. So, which I've done it many occasions. Yeah, I have done it before. I've, I started. <laughs> I started going four, and I've come back and won the title. So it it, it happens. I remember that actually. Secondhand, a wise man once said, "Well, okay, it was me." That ch- champions are made in the second half. Second half of the right. season, second half of games. Absolutely. No. So, we have some news coming your way. Uh, not a huge week of news, really, so, which I'm surprising. Some decent small amount. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock <laughs> on wood a little bit, but so far we haven't seen injuries be devastating, except to maybe a few players, um, which are awful. But you know, we haven't really seen the extent of injuries that we've usually seen to this point. Which, once again, knock wood. But um, so suspensions are over now. All you four game, all you four game, uh, you know, guys who unfortunately Suspenders. got in trouble with the law. Uh, Julian Edelman back tonight for the Patriots. Mark Ingram Roids. back for the Saints. Ingram back for the Saints. <laughs> so that's a big thing for your teams, guys. Who dra- you know you drafted those guys in that fourth, fifth, sixth round. Um, you're very happy to see them back after four games. I thought people stopped taking steroids like in the Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire era. Just well, that's when they were taking them. <laughs> Let them <laughs> like do baseball. it. Like I didn't realize people still took steroids. It's kind I mean, of crazy. Know performance enhancing. Just because they got suspended for four games doesn't mean they were taking something that they were want that they wanted to get better. It I can read between the lines. They here, took right? something that. <laughs> it could also mean something like Robert Mathis. Remember, Robert Mathis was suspended a few years ago in the Colts because yeah, he, he was. was trying. Him and his wife were trying to get pregnant, and they took something that was a banned substance. So it happens. Adderall too for focus. All, unless you have right, unless you have a, a prescription for it, Adderall. You know. Anyway, is, is the XFL going to allow steroids? They're going to allow everything. <laughs> they may encourage it, actually. Um, they should just have a bunch of Latimers, a bunch of Latimers running around. I mean, I would, oh I would God. watch it. Oh my God, <laughs> Joe Kane, Latimer. Ah, uh, sign Both me up. That'd be incredible. Anyway, so. Other than that, though, we see Devonta Freeman, who has been down since week one. He has been, t- uh, you know, uh, Dan Quinn came out and said that he will start this week. He is finally back for week five. You know, for a lot of you Devonta Freeman owners who took him in that second round, I'm sure you're very happy to see to see him come back. Uh, for all you Tevin Coleman owners who have been happy to start him, unfortunately, it takes a little bit of a downturn, but I wouldn't be too upset because Tevin Coleman still has some value in his own right. Um, so don't be too upset about that. Uh, Greg Olson kind of healthy again i mean he's he's no. aging yet still coming back healthier they're saying <laughs> limited, they're, limited practice they're saying he's limited in practice which the fact that he's practicing is pretty incredible because they really? said they said he would take about five plus weeks to get back and it's now on week four so you know he's getting older and his body's breaking down and i don't trust him as a fantasy player but it's awesome to see 
his opportunity to come back and play. Um, so if you own him, I still would not start him even if he is playing. But I, at this point, we don't know. Um, but if I had to guess, he's probably not going to play. Um, but it'll be a wait-and-see game. So, And then the last piece of news that we want to talk about here is the fact that uh, Green Bay's situation is just... Uh, I don't know what to what to take about you know what to what to think about that wide receiver core. I mean they're all they're all injured to this point. Literally every one of them. I mean they had the scouting combine phenom. Well, I, I mean the guy tore up the combine and what? What's he's got like five names? Marcus Scantling. <laughs> a, a spark. Scantling. A spark off the chart athlete. Marcus Valdez Scantling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have. I mean the thing is, Geronimo Allison down. Randall Cobb, down. Devontae Adams, down. Jimmy Graham, injured. So who's up on the depth chart? I'll Marcus. tell you in a second. Let's, oh, let's, let's stop it it's, there. It's stop me. It there. you got to keep for listening. you got to keep listening. All right, let's stop it there. My point is, is that all three of those injuries impact Aaron Rodgers. They impact, I mean, Aaron Jones potentially. But um, the thing is, is that it's, it's a wait-and-see game for all of those wide receivers. Literally all of them. Um, because Devontae Adams comes back healthy, he's a must-start. I mean, it's not, you know... It's not a question, but it's more the fact that if you did go out there on your waiver wire and pick up Valdez Scantling, do you start him if Cobb is down, if Geronimo Allison's down? So we'll talk about that in more detail uh, going forward. So that sums up the news. Not a ton of news for the week. Um, and now we'll move on to a little bit of a recap of last week. Um, week four was kind of good. I mean, I, I wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't like an overwhelming week. Uh, we did see some pretty awesome games from players like Alvin Kamara. Again, obviously, <laughs> don't, even, don't I mean, even have to like touch on that. <laughs> I mean, so so if we, <sighs> the big thing I wanted to talk about, not that it's so much relevant, it was relevant for the first few weeks for fantasy, is Ryan Fitz Magic is Magic's no, run out. The magic has it is run gone. Jameis comes in in the second half of that game. It happened they, so abruptly. It was just gross. It was, it was terrible. Jameis stunk too. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, Jameis is not good. Game yeah, is not good. Game Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick missed the second half, and he's still a top-five quarterback in fantasy. So, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is at this point. If he helped you through those first three weeks somehow, four weeks somehow, awesome. Um, if not, then, you know, it's no loss, no foul here. I mean, I don't I don't see any problem here. Hopefully, he you did have, have that an, incredible yeah. press conference, though. What, the second, the third rocking, week? Rocking the chest hair. Two or three? Oh, my glasses. That memory will live in our hearts forever. I don't think that was his chest hair. Thank you, Ryan. I think that was his beard going down to his yeah. chest. <laughs> it was just coming all the way down. <laughs> Came with the outfit. <laughs> yeah, so, so on a recap of the first four weeks, which I think is super important because we get so worried about guys who don't show up those first four weeks and we panic, we trade them, we drop them, and then all of a sudden they take off. You know, we expect we expected so much of them and then they, you know, let us down and all of a sudden they take off. I'm going to stop you right there really dropped. quick. There, uh, there is another big piece of news. Uh, Lev Bell is actually going to play. So. That's not a piece of big news. He's not going to play. I mean, yeah, they're saying he's going to play week eight. There's, there's not, okay, well, whatever. We're right now in week five. I'm just saying and that's something to look forward to, so maybe make what your trades for him. Don't panic. Don't don't panic. Don't play scared. If you if you have him, don't trade him yet. But if you want him, don't trade much for him. That's what I'll say. Right. Don't be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared. Anyway, so so the best players through week four. Um, some of them are no surprise. Some of them are a little surprising. Um, but like I said, there are guys who take off after week four, and there's those are guys who through the first four weeks are the best player at their position, and then completely tank the rest of the year. So you, you can't panic either way. So right now, the best three running backs in fantasy in a PPR format, number one is Alvin Kamara. 
Number two is Todd Gurley. And number three is Melvin Gordon. Literally no surprises whatsoever in the three of those. They get the most opportunity. They get the most rushes. They get the most receptions at their position. So not surprised. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, number three, number top three for wide receiver, Michael Thomas. No surprise. No surprise. <laughs> number two is Adam Thielen. Okay. Oh. I'm not surprised. I am just upset that I didn't take that initiative to draft him in every league. He's had over 100 yards in every game so far. He's really good. I mean, <laughs> and everyone was saying, oh, Stephon Diggs is going to, I was one of them too. I mean, I loved both of them, but I thought Stephon Diggs would take that next step. And Thielen is just going into the stratosphere. He could finish as the number one wide receiver. And uh, the number three is actually another surprising one. Taken in the top three rounds is Mike Evans. Because of yeah. Fitzmagic. Mike Evans is number three in, in PPR formats. Pretty awesome. Like, I'm a little nervous about uh, JMI is coming back, though. Because uh, he, he had the connection with, with, with Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. And last year, he did not have that same connection with no. Jameis. But it is, hey, it is an even year. So that means Mike Evans is going to have a good year. We, Ooh. We, yeah. All right. So every that. other like, like Will Smith movies these days. Top. <laughs> top three tight end, Gronk is not in the top three. He is in the top ten, but he's not top three. Number one is Jared Cook. Yeah, that one, I'm, it's uh, it's not going to last Literally, no, nobody could have saw that. You know, I, I liked I liked Cook coming into the year as a top, like, 15, top 12 guy, but not number one. I mean, d- d- uh, Derek Carr is really using him. Well, which the thing is, I see about is it, too, is their defense is so atrocious that they're going to have to score 40 points to win ever every game. So I mean, I try. He, yeah. he has opportunity. If they're throwing the ball 50 times a game, he has opportunity. I completely agree. And that's, you know, that's why I'm not surprised in that way. But still, the amount of points he's putting up is pretty incredible. He's, maybe he's living up to the uh, potential 15 years later. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, Travis Kelsey. No surprise whatsoever. Him and Mahomes have really clicked. And uh, number three is Zach Ertz. Yeah, Kelsey's okay. He's no okay. surprise yeah, there. No, no. And then Zachary's not surprised whatsoever, whether it was Foles or it was Carson Wentz. He has a good relationship with both of them on the field. Uh, top three quarterbacks is surprising for one of them for me. Tell me, tell me. Okay, so number one's Mahomes. Obvious. Obvious. Love it, love it. Double-digit round quarterback. Number two is Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and they're one in, and they're one in three. Number two after that first game, he was. That, that's what I'm saying. Is the most surprising thing is that Matt Ryan that first game was awful. They offensive terrible. People dropped him. People didn't even draft him in leagues. He's the number after two number two quarterback right now in fantasy. Is that going to ha- you know continue? We don't know. The offense still needs to get in your veins, Ryan. Yeah. Who knows, man? Hey, Matty Ice. So at number three, after last week's performance, just vaults him up there. It depends on your league format once again on touchdowns. But Jared Goff is number three. Is my in, boy. Uh, wow. The, the double digit rounds again. You could wait on quarterbacks, right? I got Jared Goff the second to last pick in a fourteen team league. Yep. That both of you are in. <laughs> well, I got who You're, I welcome. You're welcome. So, <laughs> so Jack Migoff is probably yeah, nice. my best team name I've ever created. Nice. Can you say that on the air? Is this live? So they can, whoever's listening, and if you want to use that team name, by all means, Pay for I'm it. at it. But I will take, you know, royalties. My Venmo account is. Yes. Hashtag who yeah, so that is a nice recap of the first four weeks. Uh, it is subject to change because it's not going to continue this way, okay? There is a chance Kamara finishes number one. I'm not going to debate that. There is a chance that Michael Thomas finishes number one. Same with Mahomes. But the Jared Cooks of the world, the Mike Evans of the world, the Matt Ryans of the world, these are ones that are subject to change. You know, your Gronk is, you know, Gronk is still going to finish in that top five. I don't care what anybody says. He's going to finish in that top five. So don't be overly, you know, upset and don't trade away assets that could have value for later on. That's all I'm going to say about that. So 
most important thing of this week coming forward is whether to start someone or sit someone. Now we've seen four weeks of them already. We've seen, you know, opportunities arise and some people, you know, rose to the occasion and some didn't. And now we have to determine if we want to start them or if we want to sit them. You know, we like to give our, you know, early round picks the opportunity to prove themselves. And if they fail after four weeks, then we have to make adjustments, right? I mean, it's pretty, pretty standard. Um, we need to make changes if you're starting your second round pick. You know, you invested so much in him. You invested so much time in, and capital in a second round pick for him to fail you. And you want to just keep starting him to make sure his potential comes out. But You mean like Kenyon Drake? Yeah, yeah, like Kenyon Drake. Like Kenyon Drake. He is your that, perfect example of somebody that I'm not even starting at all. How are, how did they start 3-0? and And he got, what, two, two he's not, like, five, like five touches last week? Larry Fitzgerald is another one. Larry Fitzgerald is another guy that your top four, you know, fourth pick, fourth, fifth pick. Uh, offense has failed him. Demarius Thomas, Alex Demarius. Collins. I mean, yeah. let's Alex not Collins. go through these terrible names right now. Yeah, I know. It hurts oh, my feelings. Steve. It doesn't upset me that much. But it does, I get it does. upset. I get upset. Oh, it does. It does. For Alex Collins owners. I mean, I didn't really see Buck Allen taking that many touchdowns away from him. But he yeah, was back, third down back. Alex Buck Collins is fumbling. Like, what do you? what's going on? That's weird. I, I still think Alex, I still think Alex Collins finishes at a top fifteen back, but the Buck Allen opportunity there is still kind of scary. Their so, offense is just so it's, it's odd. kind of it's weird. Yeah, and it's and they're doing well. <laughs> Flacco for Flacco, bro. He's he's yeah. flying on the rock, man. He's doing all right. So, it's crazy. So now, it, now it's about determining who we want to start this week and who we want to sit this week. All right, so why don't we start with some some guys we want to start this week? All right, I would I would love to kick this off. Thank you. So. I'm going with a, a, more of a sleeper, I would say, this week. Just uh, based on past production in the season and opportunity, hasn't really played a lot yet. But I will tell you one thing: I'm really jonesing to share this information with you guys. Uh, good plan. You saw, you saw what I did there, Aaron. Aaron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, he's the more complete back. He's powerful. He's fast. He hits holes with burst. I mean, like I was saying, it's small sample size so far, but he has 17 carries in the air. 6.3 yards per carry. His longest run is 30 yards. So he does have the speed to break one. The Lions, bottom five rush defense in the league. Aaron Rodgers has been dinged up so far all year. To me, the only way you can keep him on the field, you hand the ball off to your most powerful running back. And he's elusive. I mean, nobody realizes that. Watch this guy. Jamal Williams sucks, too. It's Aaron Jones. <laughs> and as you mentioned earlier, that they are without their top three wide receivers, potentially. Maybe one plays, maybe not. But they're going to be dinged up. Devonta Adams, he's, I mean, he's hurt. Not injured, but he's hurt. He'll probably play. Jamal Williams said he kind of stinks, but he's a good pass blocker. So he's going to play on third downs. And yeah, I, T.Y. Ty, he's a good athlete. We saw him last week catch like a 50-yard pass. So yeah. they're not going to be completely phased out. But I think as the games get closer, you want to control the clock, you run the ball. When it gets colder, you run the ball. You win in the playoffs aside from defense, what do you do? You, you run, run the ball. ball. Aaron Jones. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great one. I mean, he was definitely on my radar this week, especially because Detroit is allowing so many rushing yards. I mean, they're not, they're actually great against the pass, but they are really struggling against the run. Um, so that's a really good one. I'll start my next one. My my first one um, is I was really confused with this set, uh, with this wide receiver core uh, coming into the year, and he was my number one. Okay, I I had said it from the beginning. He was my number one on this team, and. I'm believing it now, finally. I do like Keelan Cole. I'm not debating Keelan Cole. I do like him, but I like Westbrook more. I like D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook last week saw 13 targets from Blake Bortles against that Jets secondary, holding nine passes, uh, nine of those uh, targets, 130 yards, okay? Honestly, 
out of his all his four games this year, he's had thirty yards or more, which doesn't sound great in you know hindsight. But he has you know he catches a lot of things that are thrown to him. Blake Bortles is an erratic passer, but D.D. Westbrook catches everything. He plays out of the slot. Blake Bortles loves throwing to him. And we saw that in the end of the season last year into the playoffs. And I think this week against Kansas City, which has the most atrocious secondary not named Tampa Bay. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers, by, Buccaneers are by far the worst secondary, but that's because they have no one there. Um, but the Kansas City secondary is terrible. Kansas City defense in general is terrible. And I think Blake Bortles is going to pick them apart. I do. I think he's going to pick them apart, and if they're going to play good defense and they're going to score, I think D.D. Westbrook's, and especially with Leonard Fournette out, um, I think Portals is going to try and you know take control of the game, and uh, I really like, uh, he's a, for me, he's a must-start this week, is D.D. Westbrook. I know Moncrief's there, I know Keelan Cole is there, and I like both of them this week, especially against those god-awful secondary, um, you know, cornerbacks. They all could have a good game. Yeah, I think, me, baby. Yeah. I, really, I, think, I think all of them could have a good game, but I am putting my chips in on uh, on D.D. Westbrook this week. It, it makes me really upset, because I was all in on Keelan Cole, and I think, like you said, you were too in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, after his first game or two, I mean, he looked good. Exactly, exactly. But hey, this could be Keelan Cole's game, but obviously for your sake, you hope it's D.D., you know, yeah. sure. <laughs> All in on him. Uh, my guy I, uh, is Corey Davis. Um, he had 15 targets last week against a apparent good Eagles defense. Um, they didn't. Uh, I mean, they didn't, they didn't look that good. The Titans. Yeah. Titans, are, Titans are three and one. How the hell are yeah, they three and one? I don't know how they're three and one. Honestly, this is the I, honest, didn't, I didn't see that. That honestly. is really the dumb. honest thing. Mariota couldn't even grip the ball in one of the games. Blank. Insert Blaine Gabbert. Like. It's just it's just an odd like I, I just I just can't, really I, I have teams. no words yeah there's such an yeah. odd team because you got like so you have so much talent they play good defense but Corey Davis is definitely a must start for me going forward not only for this mind they're playing the Buffalo Bills I thought the Bills were gonna go winless this year I mean I've said it on this podcast numerous times that they were not gonna win a game how they beat the Vikings is still an anomaly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm still baffled at the fact that they whatever um, that defense their, their their overall team is not good maybe somebody else will retire halfway through the game you know this Sunday but Corey Davis <laughs> <laughs> Corey Davis had 15 targets nine catches 161 yards mind you that big play at the end of the game last sick. week <laughs> sick catch sick catch I mean it was pretty nasty he's he's a big boy Corey Davis is a big boy. Marcus Mariota clearly loves throwing to him. Top five so, pick, the top five pick. I, I absolutely I mean, love it. I'm I am starting Corey Davis in one of my I only have him in one league, but I, I think this guy's gonna be a monster going forward. Definitely gonna finish top twenty. Daily fantasy too, baby. Yeah, and if daily not, fantasy. Oh yeah, he's gonna be a great if, if not he's good trade bait too, which I mean I love him for Ooh, personally. There you but, go. Well, I don't have him in any league we're in, so Yeah, he, for me I he's trade him to you. Because he's <laughs> He's a big body guy who's shown that he can have good games, and it's on an offense that I hate. So I mean, I love Corey Davis, but it's a terrible offense. It's a weird it's offense, yeah. yeah. Man, the you need some yeah. time. It's so, so whatever. Weird. He's six three. He's still learning what the losers in Las Vegas. You need some time. <laughs> Alliteration aside, a little bit under the radar, um, the legend of Bagger Vance Old McDonald. Wow, <laughs> that's a name. Uh, how, about, how, about, how about that for you? That was good. Put that in your plate. That was good. What time did you get to bed last night? Um, and, and, uh, and, and, uh, I got to bed around two, two thirty. <laughs> I was not pregnant. Uh, 
That stiff arm, though, a couple weeks ago? That was, like, the most electronic thing I've ever seen on TV. On that wasn't TV. even a st- – I don't know what that he was. Sh- he he took back his soul and ate his Whoosh! And then he, I think, I think he tore a uh, Conti. I think he tore his PCL on that play. Yeah, like, not only did he get get crushed in film film study the next day, but but he's out for like six weeks. So yeah. <laughs> he tore his vagina on that. Oh uh, yeah, he can't. <laughs> Holy crap! That was he can't nuts. some dirt on that. You know, he's he's out for a couple. Of weeks. He's um, I think he's been coming on strong of late. He's had five targets in the last few games, and they are playing uh, the Falcons. To, to, to me, it's going to be. A, a barnyard, as you say, brother, or a, or barnyard, a barn burner. That's right. That's right. Barnyard. <laughs> I think Falcons were just burned by Tyler Eifert, mind you, and and he's not even close to the athlete as the legend of Bag Vance is. And speedy recovery to Tyler. I know what it's like. You keep getting injured. It's that that's terrible. Not to, you know, not to go off on a on a sad note there, but I, I feel terrible for the guy. He keeps getting hurt, man. He was actually healthy. He's played ten games in two years, and he breaks his ankle after he's actually shown something. Moving on. Atlanta has had some injuries itself to the secondary. Their defense, I mean, plain and simple, they're they're terrible. They're just not that good. So I think it's going to be one of the highest scoring games of the week. Ben's going to air it out all game, and he's going to throw to the legend of Bagger, Vance McDonald. Oh, my God. All right, so my my last uh, stardom for the week, uh, I do. I had a, a lot of shares of him before um, Jerk McKinnon even went down, and that is Matt Breda. Oh. I did. I took him in a lot of teams because I thought on a lot of teams because I thought he had a lot of standalone value, even if McKinnon was healthy. Um, so I loved Matt Breda coming into this year. And what we've seen so far is that they don't really utilize him that much. The thing is, is that he's just been super efficient. I mean, his efficiency in these games has been actually incredible. He hasn't had more than eleven carries in any game, and he hasn't had any more than more than three receptions in any game. However, he's put up 150 yards in one game, 100 yards in another game, and 70 yards in another uh, yeah 70 yards in another game. I mean, his efficiency is incredible right now. And he's going up against an Arizona run, uh, rush defense, an Arizona defense in general, that is just abysmal. I think they have I the mean, worst rush. They're, average, they're giving up 141 yards a game. Yeah, they're not good. Well, I you know mean, why? Because their offense is so terrible that they're going that, three yeah. and out. The defense yeah. is exhausted because yeah, exactly. they never exactly. leave the field. They're yeah, Exactly. They are. They're terrible. <laughs> they are. They're terrible. And the fact is, I think that San Francisco can get ahead on them. Granted, I don't think the 49ers are a great team, but I think Beathard has proved that he's a okay backup quarterback. Um, and I think that they're going to try to, they're going to get the lead and they're going to, they're going to, Breda's going to just keep taking the bowl or Alfred Morris is going to keep taking the bowl. Honestly, if you wanted to start either one of them, I'd be fine with it. I would. I think that both of them are going to have good games against uh, the Cardinals, and I, but I like Breda the most. I think he has the ability to catch three passes for you know one of them for a touchdown. He's going to get you thirty yards through the air, 75, 80 yards on the ground. I just I think he has good value as your you know a good flex option or a running back two option. Matt Breda, hmm, interesting. Thank you yeah. for that. I was Glad actually I was, that. I was toying with that one as well. Um, another one I was kind of looking at, but I, I just I think we could talk about this guy at a later. Um, Carry on Johnson, I was kind of thinking of. Oh, carry on my way. He's not getting. He's not getting enough for me. You know, he's not getting enough touches, enough, enough love yet. Um, oh, I still think he's been good though. Oh, he's been. He has been solid for the amount that he's getting, but he's one game. He only yeah, but he's going double digit. Carries. He's going up against the Green Bay uh, rush defense. That's pretty much middle of the road. They're letting up like 108 it's, yards per exactly, game. Exactly. They're not letting up a ton of touchdowns on the ground. Um, but defense, their defense is okay. I mean, it's not like exactly. It's not terrible. But I think someone this week. Um, I know this this could be a high scoring game. Both defenses are not that good. Um, I actually really like, and I don't have him on a team. 
Uh, I think James Conner has a bounce back game this week. Oh, um, I know, I know, I know. It sounds a little odd. I'm looking at the the Falcons, the Falcons. defense. Is, it's it's awful. It's terrible. It's not it's not good. It's not good at all. They're averaging 300 yards. I mean, mind you, the Steelers' pass defense is even worse. Well, that's. Um, I think the Steelers. I mean, Big Ben cannot be throwing the ball 60 times a game. I mean, he does it almost every year, but the guy's arm is going to fall off at some point. <laughs> so James Conner, the the Falcons are giving up 119 yards on the ground per game. Why not try to control the clock, keep Matt Ryan, the number two fantasy quarterback right now, Ooh. off the field? <laughs> Julio Jones, keep these athletes off the field and control the clock. Just hand the ball off to Connor. I, I like with confidence. I mean, obviously, depending on who else your other running backs are, I, I would definitely start James Connor, though, as like maybe probably a, uh, maybe like a low end running, running back two yeah. with the potential for a high end. Depending yeah. on how much they want to use him, but if I was like the offensive coordinator, I would, I would beat the crap out of James Conner. I would have given him the ball twenty five times. That's well, just, if that's, that's what they probably should do. Yeah, should they do. But, should do. But are they going to do that? They no, because Mike better. Tomlin has no idea what he's doing. He just screams and yells. It's so weird. Yeah, he looks so emotional and like angry. I've never seen him do anything on the <laughs> sideline. Actually, like he when stares I really at the game. He watches it like us. He just has he the best seat. The game. He just gets paid six million dollars a year to do it. It's weird. But anyway, <laughs> so anyway, so that's yeah, those are stardoms. Stardoms are important because you know these are guys we might not have started on a on a you know the last few weeks that we're finally seeing. Wow, they had great weeks. Let's start them this week. Matchups also important too. So even if they had a bad week last week, it's all about their matchup. So if they're facing a, a bottom you know ten defense, they're you know whether it's the pass, run, tight end, doesn't matter what it is. Um, it's important to look into those stats and realize, hey, you know, it's worth starting them even if they had a bad week last uh, last week. So now we're going to get to Sidhams, some guys who we're not exactly high on this week, whether it's from, you know, the last three performances they've had, whether it's the matchup. Um, so why don't, why don't one of you get us started? Stardoms, Sidhams, and Steakums. And next week we'll incorporate Steakums. a food dish that you can prepare <laughs> watching the game. Steakums How about that? I do like steakums. I mean, new new segment, new segment. Some cheap meat on, on some bread. <laughs> I haven't had a steak in ages. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, me neither, man. Not not since the feast of San Gennaro when I went and got some. Got that's some, not you know, a steakum. I mean, that's top just... pound, delicious top pound. That's oh, real. Man, with the fresh mutts. Oh, of course. It just made me think of it. Obviously, of course, it's not. It's not a fake steakum. But I don't know. I like it made me think of it. You brought back some memories, you know. My Italian culture and heritage. All right, but this week I'm not going to ride with Carlos Hyde because I'm just not going to do it. And here, uh, let me tell you why. I do like he Carlos. is currently the eighth running back in PPR. He's only averaging 3.4 yards a carry. To me, he's more of a low end flex. Um, personally, I'm I'm fading him. I'm avoiding him. I think eventually he's going to start losing touches to, to Nick Chubb, who, by the way, if you saw last week, he got the ball three times Dude's and he had athlete. two ridiculously long touchdown runs. Unreal. They have another running back on the team, um, the mighty Duke Johnson, who got a little bit more involved last week. Four catches, 45 yards, most importantly, six targets. So um, Hugh, Hugh talked about it. Hugh, give him the ball, Hugh. I think in the passing game, too. They're going to be passing. Yeah. Ravens D. Ravens D. They're playing the Ravens. Very underrated for some reason this year. They were out on the waiver wire in like half my leagues, which, which to me was unbelievable. They've not allowed a touchdown in the second half of any game. Can you believe that? I mean, I... I, I, I kind of can. They have a good defense. It's unbelievable. Fourth yeah. in total yards, third in points, fourth in rushing yards. Flacco has been, I, I don't want to say dynamite, but but he has. Yeah. Baker, I think Baker, honestly, is going to have to pass the ball the entire game. 
to to win, to keep up with them. Their defense, their rush defense is just that good. They have a lot of athletes. Uh, fading Carlos Hyde. Not going to ride with Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll take this one. Um, I don't actually have a specific person. Um, I'm just going to say everybody in the entire Seattle Seahawks backfield. Sit them. <laughs> yeah, all of you, all of you, all of you, all of you, all of you sitting out there listening. You're like, oh my god, but I picked up Mike Davis, man. I'm gonna start him this week. No, <laughs> our, you're not. You're not gonna later. Our fans are all from California. Yes, you're you're not gonna start Mike Davis this week. That's offensive. That, bro. that was a ridiculous <laughs> performance. I mean, that where where the hell did that come from? Rashad Penny, what are you I'm doing? S- also, you clown. Not Chris playing. Carson's not gonna playing. play this week. They're playing the Rams, who. Good. Yeah, good front seven. Uh, Aaron Donald could can he can play anywhere. I don't MVP even on offense probably. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is an absolute animal. I think that was one play that I watched last week against Vikings. Yeah, he was double teamed and I he threw both of them down and got right to Kirk Cousins. It was just swim move. It's that swim move he does that he's faster, he's stronger than anybody he goes up against. He looks like so. a lot like his size and like his like his built. He looks like a linebacker, but he's a freaking defensive tackle. Yeah, he's a fire hydrant. Oh he's my solid. god, Russ! If I was Russell Wilson, I, I, I would have been praying this entire week, like just dreading <laughs> that defensive line coming after him. Namak and Sue, Michael Brockers, Aaron Donald, like that is. Baron's back. That is scary. That is scary. So if you're even thinking with the new about, rules, they're just chucking them. Uh, they're not even tackling them. Uh, just throwing them. Throwing them. Well, isn't that that's exactly what happened the other day? Um. He, Shocked him. Oh my god. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Shot put. Boom. But I'm not starting any Seattle running back whatsoever. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good that's a good decision. I mean I'm I, it's it's not even the fact of like, okay, Mike Davis had a good game, maybe I'll but they're all gonna play, so now you don't even know who's gonna get the ball, but Russell Wilson is gonna be running for his life, probably get sacked about seven times, maybe eight, maybe even more. The Rams may even break a record. <laughs> for the yeah. most sacks in a game who knows but sit every seattle running back thank you for that insight yes. it was wonderful Hopefully you started uh james white because he just scored a touchdown i'm so happy that sony michelle wasn't on the field for that one I'm wonderful very upset that almost it scored wasn't... that shouldn't have been called back. yeah oh god all right so my my sit him this week um my biggest sit him this week and it's just based on the fact that he hasn't really done much this season um he's done more through the air than he has actually on the ground even though he was drafted as a um, as a running back and not as a wide receiver and that is dalvin cook uh, he's going up against the number one run defense in the nfl in philly for the second year in a row philly has a fantastic run defense no matter who's behind there fletcher cox is still there he's very good um yes he is He's going up against a team that lets you know that's up under seventy yards on the ground. Um, he Dalvin Cook this entire year hasn't had more than forty yards on the ground. He's averaging two point seven yards per carry, and Minnesota's throwing the ball. I mean, yeah, he's going to get you his you know three, four, five targets, um, you know, through the air. He, he's a pretty good receiving back, but Minnesota's been throwing the ball a lot. Their defense isn't as great as everyone thought they would be this year. They kind of struggled a little bit, so they've had to come you know from behind and they've had to pass more. Dalvin Cook hasn't been effective when he's been playing on the ground, and he's going up against the Philly defense that's really stingy on the ground. You know, they're better, you know, Philly's secondary isn't as great, so they're going to, you know, Minnesota's going to try to exploit that um, with Thielen, Diggs, Kirk Cousins, Kyle Rudolph. But I think Dalvin Cook's going to take another hit this week. You know, he's your second round pick, so you're wanting to start him. First round pick. Yeah, some people took him in the first round, some in the second, but he's that 
guy you want to say, all right, I've, I invested a lot in him. I want to be able to start him. But he is not somebody I would want to, you know, pick up the reins now and say, you know, what, we're going to start him this week again. It's just not a good week to start him. This is a matchup-based one. <laughs> he doesn't even have 100 yards rushing. No, he doesn't. He, does not <laughs> oh, total. he, has, 90, he has 98 total yards. Oh, my God. They're averaging 63 yards a game on the ground Honestly, in Minnesota. Honestly, Latavius isn't helping either. Latavius is actually hurting him. Because exactly. Latavius gets... Latavius is going to get those goal line carries. Latavius is going to get some of those opportunities when it's third and one and they want to run the ball. He stinks. And he's, well. So, he's right, but he stinks. He doesn't look like an athlete anymore. He hasn't, yeah. The thing is also, it's like you spent so much money on Kirk Cousins. Obviously, you're not going to, yes, you also invested a first, you know, a a high draft pick in Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins is airing it out. He's averaging 346 yards a game. I mean, it's going to happen again, again. Uh, And they're one, two, and one, mind you. Yeah. And they Three see, games in a row they haven't won because they're fucking... He had a fucking, phenomenal game last week, and they freaking lost. That's because Jared Goff is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but, Philadelphia's allowing 272 yards through the air, and I think that Cousins is going to go over that this week, so I don't like Dalvin Cook. Unless he's going to catch you, you know, five passes and score a touchdown, it's... Um, I'm, I'm going to set him this week, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully he has Just a quick... Quick shout out to my boy Mike in Baltimore. Mike, thanks for tuning in, brother. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs> I don't know Mike, but I, I, I like him. Baltimore. He's probably a Ravens fan. I got a buddy. Right, so I got a buddy. He's a huge fan of you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I like huge fans of that's me. That's nice. <laughs> that's, I, that's, how I, that's how I boost my confidence. So that's I like nice. people tell me they're a big fan of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got told so today that I was good at my job. Some guy yes. was like, you are good at your job. And I was like, thank you, thank sir. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> would, you, would you like another? I was like, yeah. So what do you? What can I get you? Yeah, <laughs> sure. What do you want? <laughs> All right, so that covers our news for the week. It covers our recap of the last four weeks. Some guys who, you know, had great first four weeks, of the, you know, first few weeks of the season. We have to make sure they're going to continue that going into the next, you know, 12 um, and then some guys who maybe have struggled in the first four weeks that might take off that we have to have a little bit of faith in uh, some start some sit you know it's a big week coming up people who are 0 and 4 1 and 3 2 and 2 you want to continue the momentum in the right direction getting some wins under your belt um, so please feel free to shoot us any emails you know you can find us on twitter at the fantasy fam you can send us an email at the fantasy fam at gmail.com our website is the fantasy please feel free to reach out to us with any questions concerns starts yeah you know guy if you're stuck between three guys who do you who are you going to start i mean you want you know you have to pick two out of three we'll help you out it happens go, every week yeah i don't care who you are it happens yeah, every week it, does. it happens to every <laughs> single person every single they have four guys they have to start two of them who do they want to start it's all based on opportunity on who they're playing so please feel free to contact us whether it's through social media or through email we're here for any help you may need hell i um, started chester rogers today why so that's what opportunity Exactly. He's, he's already got five catches for 50 yards. PPR, that's 10 down, points. And they're down 18 points, so Andy, Andy's going to have to throw the ball more. So, so insert Chester Rogers and Nyham Hines. Even if even if Chester that's Rogers that. gets, like, seven receptions for, like, 80 yards, there's still 15 points that I probably wouldn't have gotten for who, who he took, his place, you know, the place he took. So, I'm fine with it. They're down. They're going to be passing for the rest of the game. So, let's yes. go, Andrew Luck. Let's do something. Let's do something with your life. Come on, Andrew Luck. So... This wraps up our episode of week four and week five heading our way. So on behalf of me and my wonderful cousins, this is the Fantasy Fam signing off. Mm -hmm.